Help I Got a Mac podcast episode number 31. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Help, I Got a Mac. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And, and my name is Chris Fighting. And we are here to talk about all things tech-related in the Mac world. Yes, that's awesome. This show's really normally geared for the new Mac user, someone who's thinking about getting a Mac, and, you know, the kind of the struggles and tips and tricks that you need in order to make your Mac experience an awesome one. However, Cliff... For this show today, it's all about the Worldwide Developer Conference and the keynote that happened today at uh, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. That is correct. And so this episode, we are going to give you just a brief overview of some of the things that were talked about, things that were announced uh, by the Steve Note. Although, uh, well, I'll, give, uh, I'll say something about that in a minute. And, but uh, more specifically, we're really excited about talking about the iPhone and, and what the future is for the iPhone. And uh, you're going to get my opinion. You'll get a little bit of Chris's opinion. And by golly, uh, for anybody who's joining us live, you'll be able to share your opinion. And Absolutely. so you can do that by dialing live. And uh, we encourage you to do that. So anyway, uh, Chris, why don't you go ahead and well, actually, we called it the Sne- the Steve note. Is it me or did Steve like hardly talk today? Yeah, you know what? That's something that he's been doing at the past uh, worldwide developer conferences is kind of just letting everybody else talk because really, you know, it the, the show is for hardcore developers of you know the Mac platform, the iPhone platform, and really, he just lets you you know. He's been known to hand off some of the stuff, and and Brad said he talked completely last WWDC. Maybe he he did. I can't remember, but it's been you know as of late he's been kind of handing it off to other people. Uh, back in March when he did the iPhone uh, SDK preview, he let uh, the guy who's in charge of the SDK talk a long time. So he's kind of been you know letting the reins go a little bit. But obviously for the big for the big announcement, Steve's gonna gonna take the spotlight for that. Gotcha. Well, anyway, one of the things that I noticed is that it didn't seem to it. Well, first of all, I felt it was too much of a repeat of the the uh, software roadmap keynote. I mean, it was it, sure they, they got a little bit further They're They're demoing some different applications, but it just felt too much the same. Now, now, the thing is, is they're demonstrating new stuff. And I know this is a keynote, but it, it's almost as though I, I think people, because I, I was watching the chat room, but I and, and I even see that Brent even says in the chat room he feels the same way. It's almost as though this is like entertainment and we're here to be shocked and awed by newness. And and it's kind of like, well, you're just doing the same thing over again. Is, is, is Steve jumping the shark here? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, but I, I agree that... You know, a lot of the stuff we saw back in March, and let's be honest, it, you know, I, I could have cared less seeing 53 separate developers up on stage. We get it. There's going to be a lot of development for the phone. It's awesome. I'm going to get app applications for it. I'm going to play Super Monkey Ball like everybody else. But I really didn't need to see like two medical apps and, and this, that, and the other. Um, I, what, what my feeling was is that they just didn't have a whole lot of, of stuff. You know, the, 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 Web or the uh, iPhone 2.0 software won't be ready until July to coincide with the release of the new phone, and you know I was kind of disappointed that we didn't have more Mac-centric announcements. You know, not anything with Apple TV or you know they they touched on the fact that 10.6 will be coming out in about a year and it's going to be called Snow Leopard, which whatever. Um, yeah, it's just it was kind of it was all iPhone and really it was a lot of of what we heard a few months ago. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, they they could have shortened it up a bit. I think they could have cut out some of the demonstrations and just let us have our 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 very important and, and urgent time devoted to other things. But they did hold our attention, and they did announce some things, and so that's what we're going to cover next. Uh, where do you want to start? Well, you know what, let's just, let's just go ahead and, and, and get the, the giant elephant out of the room right away All and right. talk about the brand new iPhone 3G. And, you know, we all knew this was coming. We all 
this wasn't a surprise except for a certain, you know, a couple things. The price obviously was a surprise. The uh, AGPS was a surprise. Uh, that kind of stuff was pretty cool. The battery life was a surprise. But really, I mean, it, we all knew it was coming. Um, now, what's your? How do you feel about it? Well, That's the question, I guess, I want, I want to know. All right. Well, here, here's the thing. One of the things that um, I, I, the GPS did surprise me a little bit. I was, uh, you know, I, I had heard, you know, a lot of people saying that's what they want. I really didn't feel like we were we were going to get it. Um, GPS is something I think I could get interested in, especially especially if you know you're traveling down the road on the ho- ho- highway, and it's going to give you turn by turn instructions. If if there's an application out there that can do that and get rid of my need for the thing that you know the suction cup up on the dashboard, mm-hmm. dude, that's totally awesome. Well, you're still going to need to have a, a nice view of, you know, that, that patch antenna. And they're still going to need to see the sky, quote unquote. So you're still going to have to have it kind of sitting out on your dashboard. Well, uh, what's nice is TomTom just announced that they've got software working with the iPhone that they hope to release later on this year. Okay. The other thing that I was uh, wondering is, is maybe they'll give me one of those suction cup um, uh, docking stations for for the window, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and, a pow- and a special power cable or well, not a special one, but just a power cable. I, battery life is not when it's when I'm using. Here's the here's the one thing I, I noticed. They noticed the they know they gave us the information about battery life after mm-hmm. talking about 3G. So they said, you know, here's the new phone. Here's how much you video you can get. This is how much talk time this is how much standby time this is how much music time this is how much time you had uh have with the 3g wireless on and then it's like oh you got the you got the applause and everything like that and when they're done talking about battery life with all of those options then they talk about gps Oh yeah, GPS is a huge battery suck. You know, I have a handheld GPS, and I don't use it as much as I want. But when I do use it, I, I've noticed that we do go through batteries rather quickly. And I used to have a GPS on a, a Nextel phone I had, and man, when that was on, you could actually watch the battery indicator run down. So, so what I'm what I'm thinking is that number one, it would be it would be cool to have GPS. Uh, if you're you're looking to get from one place to another in a city uh, and, mm-hmm. and you're within, you know, maybe 10, 15 blocks walking distance, that's going to be neat. And that's not going to totally kill your battery. So I can I could see it coming in handy there. The other one is if I'm driving down the street. And like I said, if they have a dock that I could sit up on the dashboard that would get the same kind of view of the sky as as the suction cup view for my uh, whatever the Garmin GPS I have now. And, you know, the dock that plugs into the cigarette lighter. Well, then it's not going to blow my battery away because it'll be charging while it's on there. And so I I think GPS is a cool idea. And and I and I'm certain that they'll have the ability, just like they do with Wi-Fi, to turn it on and turn it off when you you, when you feel like you have the need for it. Yeah. So I think GPS is cool. Now, what do you think about it? The phone? No, the the GPS. I mean, oh, yeah, the GPS is cool. I think things like geotagging, um, you know, geotagging pictures and doing that whole uh, looper, I think is what it's called, is the location-based social network. I think that's kind of cool. The fact that I can look on a map and see if any of my buddies who have iPhones are around the area. Of course, I'm probably not going to use that quite a bit, but I I think the GPS is cool. I, I, I don't hate it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so well, okay. Overall, you, you don't sound like you're too excited about the phone. You know what? I right before we started the show, I read uh, some things, and something that I said a few weeks ago was that if AT and T decide to charge thirty dollars a month for the G three or yeah, three G three G data plan, that it was a deal killer for me. I, I'm I'm instantly uninterested, and. Dollars to donuts, man. They did it. Sure enough, thirty dollars a month for data. What do you mean? Okay, right now thirty dollars more. No, no, no. Ten dollars more a month. Okay. Yeah, that's a deal breaker for me. I, I don't want to give AT and T another ten dollars a month. Okay, how much are we paying now? Twenty dollars a month. Oh, so they want twenty? They want ten dollars more a month. Yeah, for the for the three G. Okay. Which you know what? It. I'm fine with my with my four gig iPhone now. 
I would rather have more more storage on there. You know, I would love to have more than four gigabytes, eight gig or sixteen gig, whatever. But you know, with the with the two O software coming out for my phone with all the new features and things like that, to me GPS isn't 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 a deal maker for me. And really Edge, I've had really, really good luck with Edge and maybe people getting onto this three G will free up the edge a little bit more, but you know, if I'm pulling up email or if I'm just looking for a quick web page or something, Edge is fine. And 85% of the time, I'm, I'm where, where I am, where I'm going to use my phone, I'm in a Wi-Fi hotspot anyway. Right. So the question I have is that if, you're, if you get this new iPhone, Edge is not an option. You can't go down to Edge, right? No. No. You, you're – no. Okay. It's all – yeah. Okay. So, so – all right. Well, that that's that's interesting to know. And so, basically, if you have the the generation of iPhone, the the first generation of iPhone, then your data plan is twenty dollars a month on top of whatever mm-hmm. calling plan. And if you get the three G, it's um it's thirty dollars a month. Now, here's the deal: I have the twenty dollar a month plan, but I also pay twenty dollars a month extra for unlimited text message. Yeah. Now let me yeah, tell you. Yeah, you're going to pay an extra $10 now. Well, no, here's the no, actually, if if I were to upgrade, no, I I don't have the money to do this anytime soon, but if I <laughs> were to upgrade to the uh 8 gig or 16 gig iPhone, in essence, my my phone bill will drop because I will get rid of unlimited text messaging because they are going to go to this ability to to start pushing notifications. And so I'm yeah. I'm I'm a, I'm of I'm a believer that uh, when it says third-party companies can push notifications to you, that services like Twitter and instant messaging, uh, you don't have to have your quote-unquote uh, instant messaging program or your Twitter program or application running on the on the iPhone. They can push those notifications to you uh, over over this network. And so, now, Cliff, on the flip side, that that is also that push stuff's also going to apply on your current phone. Oh, will it? Yeah. Oh. That's not a 3G thing or an edge thing. That's just a, a push thing. And that, that used to even work over GPRS, which is okay. well, older than 3G so, or so, uh, edge. So even that, I mean, so basically it's going to get rid of my need for for that text messaging altogether then. But but from what I'm paying right now with unlimited text, what I'm saying is if I do upgrade, it, it's actually still going to be less money. Mm-hmm. For, for, See, do you have unlimited text? No, see, I don't use text messaging as much. Like my Twitter app, I use a, a Hollow or, or I don't even really use Twitter on the phone to be quite honest with you. But yeah, and the only people I text are, you know, I pop you a text or I pop, uh, you know, my wife a text or my buddies. But I don't use it like iChat, you know, and, and especially with you know iChat coming out for the phone or, or AOL or whoever's going to release the, the chat software. You know, I'm probably going to use text messages even less now. All right. Well, let's uh, let's see here. So the next J, so it's got three G. Now they now they're talking about the speed of the network. Did they? I was uh, having a hard time hearing because of some of the applause and things of that nature that were going on in the audio. Uh, Did they talk about live television being an option? Um, The only thing that I saw was MLB is going to have a uh, an application that's going to have live video right after a play. Which, you know, obviously is going to work better on 3G, but like I said, I'm going to be on Wi-Fi 90, you know, 85 to 90% of the time, so, you know, whatever. But, yeah, no live TV at this point, okay. which, you know, is something that a lot of the phone companies are doing. You know, AT&T on some of their phones do offer, you know, live TV. If I wanted to watch CBS, boom, I can watch, you know, CSI and stuff as it's happening. Yeah, that would, that would be nifty. All right, so that is the new phone. Uh, let's talk about mobile me. Yeah, well, real quick, uh, the, my, my, final, fi- my yeah. final thought for the phone is if you don't have one, awesome, good, you know, it's cheap to buy the phone because it's being subsidized now. If you've already got an iPhone, you know what I would do? This is, this is my tip, and I know that my wife is listening, and she's not going to believe me when I say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. I would take the money you were going to spend on your iPhone, cut that in half, and buy Apple Care for your iPhone so you have another year of coverage. Hmm. Very cool. Well, he, he, I mean, yeah, the thing is, is with the price tag of $199, I I think that pretty much if you don't have an iPhone, go get one. I don't I don't think it's a bad deal at all in, you know, $30 a month for unlimited data. I think, you know, 
I don't know. It depends. On I don't how- use that much data anyway when I'm when I'm not under in Wi-Fi. When I'm in my car, I'm driving. Yeah, I, I and- use the Edge network a lot. In fact, I prefer it if I, unless I'm at home. I prefer to use the Edge. I don't like connecting to people's Wi-Fi's. It's too cumbersome. I, I can't get the get it to connect uh, unless I'm at like a definite hot spot. But uh, but honestly, for me, for me, Edge is fine. You yeah. know, I, I, I don't sit here going, golly, Edge sucks. You know, sure, it, 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 there's times where it's kind of slow, but really the way these web apps are written, they don't use a whole lot of data. And especially with getting application, let, let's say they, they do come out with um, uh, a syncing client for Google Calendar, which I hope they do because that yeah. would be sweet, right? Yep. Um, there's not a whole lot of data that's getting transferred between, you know, the, the data from your calendar and into the cloud that doesn't take that long and really email coming down that's not a big deal either i just don't see the reason for spending an extra ten dollars a month for something that is not going to be that big of a deal okay well i think i i honestly i believe that it's going to be different per person because i i use i would rely on the data a little bit more heavily and as long as the the um, network, the what is this new network called? HSDPA or something? HSDPA. Yeah, it's a little faster than the, your standard 3G. It's a little faster than Evdo. Um, burst speed, it's about 1.25 megabits down. On average, it's about 700. So it's about as fast as, as DSL was when it first came out about 10 years ago, I which, w- is ama- which is amazing. Let's be honest. It's amazing. I wonder. But, oh, go ahead. But I'm just not, you know, I'm just not. I, I was impressed until I saw the the the, the uptick in the, in price. Okay, let me ask you this question: What if somebody took the three G iPhone with with this new um, uh, higher speed internet access, and they made some kind of hacking application which would allow you to take the the uh, internet that was available there and hook it in via USP to and and you have uh, the browsing capability on your on your MacBook. Would you use it then? I probably would use it then, um, because then you know it. I if, if, it, if it was fast enough, then I would debate whether or not just making that my internet connection at home, yeah. which I wouldn't because I'm not insane. But. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe when WiMAX comes out for cell phones, then maybe I'll, I'll uh, you know. Yeah. Well, so anyway, I, iPhone. I I'm pretty excited about the pricing. I think that I think it's just right. You know, to to get a 16 gig iPhone. I, I believe with all the applications that people are going to have, with the games people are going to be purchasing. You know, I I think. Man, one ninety nine, two ninety nine. It's it's very appealing. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think that, that an extra ten bucks a month is is too far out of the question. Personally, I really like the idea of GPS. Um, I I didn't notice that they had anything to say about video chat or recording video, which was yeah. a little bit of a disappointment to me. And so I if they if they had a little bit more functionality beyond the the GPS. Then I think I, I would definitely want to move up, but really the only thing that that has is like really grabbing my attention is the whole 16 gig uh, part of it. Yeah, I guess I could cancel my Audible account, and uh, <laughs> then it would be my monthly expenses would be the same. But yeah. whatever, you know. Yeah, I, I I do want to talk about Mobile Me though because we we had talked about this a little bit earlier, and uh, the way I heard it presented today, it sounded a little bit more interesting than. Than, than what I had thought previously. Yeah, it sounds really, really compelling, man. Um, the my, you know, I love the fact that you can sync all of your stuff wirelessly over the air. This is something that we've kind of been wanting, you know, calendars and stuff. Now I know you hate iCal, and it's got uh, the the web version of of the iCal program looks a lot like iCal, so you know, it's it's personal choice there. But I don't know, man. For it's it's a it's still the same price. It's a hundred bucks a year, but you know. If you're smart, you're going to go on Amazon and buy .Mac now in a box cheaper, and you'll be converted over for free. Um, but you get 20 gigs of storage, and they've they've bumped it up another another 10 gigs, and that you know that sounds pretty awesome. 20 gigs of storage is pretty cool. Um, I you know what I'm not a fan of iCal. However, uh, the the big frustrating thing for me, th- let me tell you one of my main issues with iCal 
is the fact that iCal is not available on the internet like Google is. See, I, I prefer to I prefer to manage all of my stuff, all of my calendars on the internet. Mm-hmm. That way, I can access that data from any web browser. And so, until now, that's not been available. I guess maybe .Mac must have had an online calendar before, didn't they? No, no, they didn't. Nope. Oh well, crap. Who? Why would anybody want that thing before? <laughs> now it's pretty sweet, you know. For uh, if you go to Amazon.com right now, I think you can get uh, .Mac for sixty bucks or something. For sixty bucks, here, here's my only gotcha, though, Cliff. Okay. I really like having my email address. Yeah. And I don't. I don't want cbiting at me.com. Okay. Well, here, here's the deal. Okay. So what you do is you. I would have to assume that you can go in there and you can IMAP your current data to the Mm -hmm. .Mac. That makes sense. Couldn't you? Yeah, I mean, it's still kind of a kludge, though, but I mean... uh, But it's still still pushing your email to your phone. That's true. You could just forward... I guess you could just forward all the the mail to it. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. The the killer killer app would be them saying, okay, we're going to do this... Plus, if you want a custom domain, we can do that too, just like Google does. If they yes. did that, game set match. I that that would be instantly not worth a hundred bucks, but it would it would be worth what you could buy .dot mac for on Amazon. Yeah, I mean, they definitely should be able to do it to where I can just forward my MX records over to to Apple, and then all of a sudden, it all looks like it's coming from. Basically, they're 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 doing the. Uh, web hosting or mail hosting for my domain that would be awesome yeah and all and what's what else is cool is you you'll be able to put you know documents and stuff on the iDisk which will be accessible via uh you know your phone so if you have a a keynote or just any kind of important document you can always pull it up on your phone that's that's pretty awesome that's pretty cool yes it is so i think uh this this is you know this is the a perfect example of cloud computing where you know what I don't I don't have a phone with a lot of with a lot of storage but if I have a dot mac account which has 20 gigs online storage kind of becomes a, a, a moot point right so let's go in here and and pull this up because I wanted to pull up the other things that are with the me and I can't find oh there it is mobile me uh, so it's got it's got push email now is that right the email is push the cal- yep. the calendar is pushed, so it pushes data to right to your calendar, right? Yes. And then if you add something to your calendar, it do- there's no it there's no push back, right? No, it it yeah it it'll it'll let's say you uh, what do you mean push back? Well, it, in this, I I mean I know that it goes over edge, uh, right? If, but or it, it right now it goes over edge, but it, does it have the ability to push back as well? Or does it yeah, have to? Or does I, no, it have to go over the internet? No, I, I would assume. Like, let's say, let's say, I have I have a calendar program, right? Yep. And you and I are sharing this calendar, and you send me a meeting request. Yeah, it's going to push that meeting request to my phone. Uh-huh. As soon as I accept it, it's going to push it right back. Okay, so it's not dependent. So the push is not dependent upon the the Wi-Fi or the the 3G no, internet connection. No, no, no. It's no, no, just your normal access to the cellular network yeah this is exactly how blackberry works so so, okay so black so this push technology is asynchronous Mm -hmm. okay what's nice what's nice is it just kind of the the phone isn't constantly asking hey do i have email hey do i have email hey do i have a new event the 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 system is going to say hey phone i see you in the internet in the world boom you've got something so it's it's gonna be cool man i mean this is this will help increase battery life and things like that so gotcha chef mark wants to come in let me see if i can bring him into our call if you don't mind Go for he, it, he's got some comments for us and uh i did this the other night so we'll probably be able to pull him in with no problem at all so uh it just takes a second he's, i see him ringing he is ringing now all right, Chef Mark, you're on the line, my friend. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. How are you doing? 
Good, good. You know, um, it's too bad it was such a slow news day. You guys are going to have to fill, you know, you're going to have to do a lot of, uh, of vamping to fill up all the time here today. Um, Cliff, I just had a quick comment on your, what you just said about the calendar feature. And I found it's, it's actually very, very useful simply to, I have my iCal uh, calendar set up on the Mac, but I simply use my Google calendar uh, with it. And I, I just occasionally will refresh all calendars in, you know, in iCal that pulls from the Google calendars. And then I can actually just, um, just use the phone, just use the, cal the regular iCal feature on the phone and it gets all my data. Only I don't enter my stuff into iCal. I enter it into Google Calendar. Oh, okay. So now are you using spanning sync or anything or is it just... No, um, you can subscribe to Google Calendar. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, okay. Okay. In Google, when you when you create your calendar, you simply, uh, you know, there's a feature that lets you subscribe to it. So you know, you find the link, you grab that link, you put that link into iCal, and then it forever knows that that's your calendar. And then um, when you open up iCal, it will refresh your calendars. Oh, that's cool. So that so that on the phone itself, when I'm out and about, I just I can still use the regular calendar feature that's on the phone. That's essentially iCal, yeah. but it's pulling the information from Google Calendar. I right. see. The only thing I don't like that about that is is it you can't it's not the asynchronous. I want to be able to add a I want to be able to add an event on my iPhone ha and have it immediately immediately on my Google Calendar. Yeah, see I think this is where yeah. something like Mobile Me is going to be uh, yep. something that you might want, Cliff. That's what I'm thinking. And did they give they gave indication that Mobile Me will be will be usable with an older iPhone, right? It's not just Oh the yeah. New that's see that's but I thought about it, and they introduced all these really super awesome features, the push and the games and all that stuff, before they ever talked about the new iPhone. So I am assuming, right. and you know what so happens when you assume. That's the software. I think it's software. Right. Yeah, so, and then and, the new phone just might ha have additional features and additional speed. Yeah, you know, geotagging. You know, yeah, so then that's why I'm saying I've already got a phone. I can handle the data not being super fast for right now, but just, you know, I'll keep my right. phone. And, and, and you'll be able to handle it for a long, long time until about 10 minutes after you see the first 3G iPhone. Well, that's what happened when the, when the iPhone came out. I looked at it and I was like, oh, I never was mind. I'm getting one anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll get my new job to pay for it. <laughs> there you go. Do you want to tell us about your new job? Yeah, big announcement. Drum roll, please. Okay, yeah. I, uh, I'm going to be working for a company called Share This. So um, everybody who who shares things and who has a blog, Cliff, um, should be using the Share This tool at sharethis.com. And I'll be and the I'll be coming out with new features for it and everything. It's gonna be awesome. Now this this company, if 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 I understand correctly, I think I've seen it where you literally it has all of the different uh, social media and tagging uh, sites all in one. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yeah. You, get, you can dig it and and delicious and all that stuff all in one interface yep it's it's very very cool those are cool people to work for they absolutely are, they are cool people to work for and i wonder if if only i had some kind of contact there to <laughs> talk about whether or not maybe getting a small sponsorship for help i got a mac or the podcast answer man hmm. <laughs> well, I, I can't answer that <laughs> I, I know you can't <laughs> not so, yet anyway so anyway uh that's very exciting news I'm, I'm when do you start uh monday you start today? Next week. Next week. Awesome. Sweet. Congratulations, Chris. Yes, very Thank much. Thank you very much. Thank you. That is very awesome. So I, you, you, now is, do they have some kind of office over there that you'll be working in, or will you be working from home, or what are you going to do? Uh, I'll be working uh, in Madeira in Cincinnati, and they're building a new office right now in a place called Mount Lookout, which is a really cool part of town. Cool. Are you going to be able to invite me over sometime, and we'll do some video podcasting? I will see what I can do. See if you can hook me up, my friend. I will try. All right. I and I, I still just use that. Just use that tool on your website. Well, I got to figure out how to use it. So, oh, I, okay. I, as soon as I get some time, it'd be awesome if somebody came over and showed me uh, just a couple of the neat little tricks <laughs> of the trade there. Yeah, yep. you can maybe do a screencast. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> I mean, I certainly would do a screencast if I, if if I knew how to use it. So, awesome. Very cool. Um, so let's talk about some other things here. I'm, I will tell you that I am excited about Super Monkey Ball for my iPhone. Oh, dude, Super Monkey Ball is going to be awesome. There's all sorts of sweet games that are coming out for this. Did they it's say like, I'm going to wait until the Donkey Wheel game comes out? Myself. <laughs> 
Well, there, there was like a 3D kind of like adventure game that looked really good. It's like, man, you know what? I was kind of missing having a, a Nintendo DS, but not anymore. And the games are pretty cheap too. Yeah, I, somebody was saying, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe they're nine ninety. It's like, dude, it's not fifty, it's not forty, it's not thirty, it's ten bucks. Ten yeah, bucks I think is thinking awesome. About, you know, like free sell and you know, and bejeweled and things like that. You know? <laughs> yeah, I don't think that those are going to be ten bucks. <laughs> no, no, these, those will be free. Yeah, these are going to be basically light games that are on your Game Boy or your DS, which are traditionally thirty bucks. Yeah, I think ten bucks is very doable and and an awesome price point. And and I think that for you know the the bejeweled and stuff like that, you'll be able to pick those up for like three ninety nine or two ninety nine or something like that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Or free ninety nine. Or free ninety nine. Yeah, I noticed quite a few applications they were talking about, uh, like the location based application, and um, a couple other ones were, were said they were going to be free. So I think that Major League Baseball one's going to be free. So that's yeah, free is my favorite number, man. I'm wondering if the loga- the location based software. Uh, would still work on our current iPhones uh, using the triangulation. I think they would, yeah. And you know what? If you were in a major metropolitan area, I bet you like if Mark would use that triangulation software when he's down downtown New York, there's so many Wi-Fi points that those systems recognize that you can probably get pretty close. Yeah. Well, I think Steve kind of hinted at it um, today when he said, you know, when he started off the whole GPS thing by saying, well, you know, we've got all these Wi-Fi points, We've got the edge connections. There's cell phone towers everywhere. Um, I, I think that you know that technology is absolutely in there. And I know that the, the people over at Apple, the engineers uh, working on the SDK, have hinted that the applications that need location-based stuff will have access to location information via the phone's own triangulation. So I don't think that it's something that the users can mess with, but I think that the applications will be able to uh, to at least get some idea of of location based on that yeah if it if it knows i'm within a block or two and like it shows me you know if my buddies are within a block or if they show me they're at a certain restaurant or something that's close enough for me you know i don't need to know that i'm exactly on the corner of you know fifth and vine the corner of walk don't walk exactly All right, so let's talk about some of the other things. Uh, the new iPhone and the 2.0 features, or the new software, they're both being released in July. Do we know what day in July? Uh, July, July 11th. 11th. All right, so on July 11th, we're getting this new stuff. Uh, a couple of new features that we have coming are uh, contact search. Were you looking for that? I wasn't. If you have, a, well, that's really aimed more towards enterprise. Uh, you know, if you have three or four hundred contacts, it might be a little bit easier to search by name or number. Okay. And now, what about what about contact searching uh, based on GPS? That it's Ooh. you know, it sounded like he uh, he actually hinted that that was one of the features that people would have that you'd be able to know where your friends are, and that struck me as like bright kite, but even more stalker friendly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't I don't know if I want I, I don't know if I want Cliff to know where. Uh, <laughs> where I am at People all times. People with iPhones can walk around town and be like, oh, so-and-so is right around the corner. I'm going to go follow them. Yeah, no doubt. I, it'd be funny if it pulled up Google Maps and it shows you and it shows, you know, it, it zooms out and it shows all your friends within a 25-mile yeah. radius. It, it would be just like numbers that show. <laughs> <laughs> so right. here's, you know, uh, now, now what I'm hoping for, super cheap Gen 1 8-gig iPhone. I want to find someone who's got one that will just unload it to me for a ridiculously low amount of money. I think if you start looking on eBay, those are going to start showing up. Because Chris, you know what? So you can have one that's locked and one that's unlocked. No, no, I just want more jailbroken and one that's not. No, I just want more storage. That's that's all. I I have the I have the Phil Schiller four gig limited edition iPhone, and you know it's fine. But I'm I'm just afraid with all these applications and stuff. I'm just going to fill it up really fast. Yeah. Now, now, what do you guys think about the the notion of uh, Apple offering upgrades or credits or something to people who who really were their sort of you know their early adopters who took the very yeah. first generation or those who who spent five hundred bucks on the sixteen gig iPhone? I think they would have announced it today. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but I, but as a business decision, what do you guys think about? Because I kind of think it's a little lame. I, I sort of think it's like you're basically offering. Uh, everyone who waited this huge rebate and discount and those who actually spent the money and spent more money, you're saying, well, you know, if you, if you like this great new phone, then you get to buy it too. 
Uh, I don't think Steve cares. <laughs> but but they did announce if you bought your if you bought an iPhone uh, after May twenty seventh two thousand eight, um, you're able to swap out for a brand new phone without any extra cost. Yeah, so that's cool. So that's kind of cool. I mean, if you were burnt, you know, if you bought a phone within the last two or three weeks, um, and you feel burned, then, then then you'll be fine. I guess essentially that's that's a um, they've codified that uh, that policy by which I was able to get to swap out my MacBook Pro because technically I wasn't really within that fourteen day period. Yeah. I had I had bought my MacBook Pro like three and a half weeks prior when they announced the new one, and they went ahead and swapped it out for me. Uh, right. So I guess I have nothing ill to say about Apple in that regard. It's just it would have been. I just think as a business move overall, when you're talking about thousands and well now a couple million customers, then I think it just makes sense to say, hey, look, we're gonna. And even if it doesn't mean that you're gonna get an upgrade or you're gonna get some kind of discount on the new phone, but maybe they'll give you some kind of Apple credit that you would apply to because they, you know, they must figure, look, people are gonna buy this phone even if they own the old, the older one. Um, we should give them some kind of, you know, fifty dollar credit at Apple or something, you know. Yeah, yeah. I I would say that a nice, um, you know, a hundred dollar gift certificate for purchasing uh, the new iPhone if you have the old one, then that would be doable. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. towards so, the purchase, and it's very specifically towards that, maybe. Or or even if it's not towards that, but but towards something else. I mean, it, just the just the fact that it says acknowledges that some people paid five hundred ninety nine dollars for this thing. Yeah, unfortunately, I think that there are just so many fanboys out there that have been doing. They've been doing this for years. Every time a new product comes out, they're the first to buy it, and then when the next generation comes out, they're the first to buy that. Right. Well, let's go ahead and talk about some other features that are coming with the new software. Um, the software upgrade. Uh, so the contact search, I, you know, I, I guess I'll have to see it to see if it's something that's really interesting for me. Um, but let's see here. The next one is the iWork documentation or document support. Uh, so you're going to have access to all the uh, iWork documents such as Keynote. And uh, you're going to have access to um, ki- uh, basically Power- PowerPoint and pages and all those other Numbers. things. Yeah, that's sweet. And Office documents. They announced Excel, Word, and PowerPoint as well. So that's cool, man. Um, you know that one more thing to get into the enterprise. Yep. Yeah. I I think it's good that they're bringing that kind of support. I, honestly, those personally are not that appealing to me. Uh, the reason why I like it is because you know it is appealing to more people. I I, I really could have done without watching or hearing the demonstration of the health industry applications, but I'm glad that they're there. I really am. I think it's good that they're reaching out and making this phone so accessible to so many different uh, demographics of people and just makes this more than just a, a geek toy. Yeah. And, and like I said before, I, I am really glad they're not kind of just kicking us us Gen 1 iPhone users to the curb because like they did with the, with the uh, iPod, you know, they could have easily put a lot of those features on newer generations of iPods, but they forced people to buy new iPods. And the fact that they're not really doing this, it's pretty cool. You know, I, I'm i happy with, with uh, getting the uh, 2.0 update. I just, I just was hoping to get the software update today. Well, that's, I was really hoping to get the software update today. But, you know, what, what, how, we're just a couple more weeks away, right? Yep. It's simply not ready, you guys. There, you know, there are too many uh, developers development issues going on with uh, developing apps, uh, actual apps, you know, and the testing and all of that. Um, so it's just not ready. I can't wait. It's going to be so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but now, Cliff, actually, I wanted to go back a little bit. You said, uh, you know, you were talking about the health applications there. And, and you know, you, you say, yeah, you're glad they, they talk about it. But, I mean, it's a, uh, from a business point of view, that's a big deal that they're doing that. Between that and the enterprise stuff that they're doing, they're basically announcing that they're going to go take over that market or try to take over that market from BlackBerry. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Um, I, th- it's a huge deal. No, that's exactly what I said. I said, personally to me, I could care less about those applications, but I'm very glad that they're doing it uh, for exactly that reason. I, 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 want, I want the iPhone technology. I, I want the iPhone to be the dominating force. I, I want to see iPhones overtake the rim market. Yeah, I mean, if nothing more on the medical front, if nothing more than, than for the drug reference, 
for doctors because they, you know, they use that and, and it's like they'll just pop on their iPhone and, you know, it's, they're always looking up drug references because, you know, they have to figure out amounts and, and interactions and stuff like that for patients. So if nothing more than that, that would enable literally, you know, hundreds of thousands of doctors to, to use the iPhone when they haven't been able to. Right. And I've seen before where they've had... Um you know they they've you go into the hospital and they have all these mobile laptop stations all over the place and and I can foresee a day where you have a, you know you have doctors and nurses sitting there going through and doing their charts on an iPhone yeah plus they can put it on airplane mode and still not interfere with the equipment yep so very cool stuff uh let's see here scientific calculator i think that's going to be cool for a lot of people in college yeah I don't know. <laughs> I'm just joking. That's yeah. fine. I, it's something I'll never ever use, but that's yeah. okay. Me too. Me either. But I'm just saying, if I were in college and I needed a scientific calculator, which those things could get kind of pricey. Uh, yeah. And real quick, we talked about um, the mobile me real quick. It is looking like me.com will be your new email address. Yeah, I don't like that. In, in fact, if I if I sign up for mobile me, I probably would not use their email uh in, yeah. unless i found a way to get you know i would i would much rather um i would much rather find a way if, if google could p- push me my email and i'm wondering if that isn't something that could be done yeah because didn't it say they were give, they were going to turn in september they were going to turn this push technology or push alerting system over to other third-party servers yeah i think it's just a matter of time before before google's got it's hooks in, in some of this stuff. I just want to use the the native a- calendar application instead of downloading it. I don't want to have two calendar applications on my phone. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I don't. I don't either. But I, I definitely. The, I I'm tempted. I, I well, first of all, did you notice that today uh, when they were talking about me.com? Did you notice? That, I mean, I went to me.com. There's nothing there. Yeah, it's not ready yet. It's not well. It's not only is it not ready yet, but it's like the site you are trying to reach has moved, and so they must have bought this from this Snapville.com people for lots mm-hmm. and lots of money. Wish and I would have owned it. <laughs> no doubt, uh, this Snapville is a start your own social network. It's free. It's in partnership with Google. I'm telling you, those people are sitting on a big, huge, gigantic pile of cash right now. Yeah. Uh, not not only did they make probably tons and tons of money on the sale of me.com but also i mean how i mean every apple geek in the world is seeing their their pay, their their website right now yeah oh yeah so wow that that's huge <laughs> good for them <laughs> yeah way to go snapville anyway that's pretty awesome. Uh, let's see here. Bulk delete and move. Um, I think this is going to be good. The to be to be able to do bulk delete of pictures, I think, is going to be good. Yeah. And especially since we're going to start having lots more data on there. Mm-hmm. I want to say though, no copy paste. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's that, enough said. Enough said. And then the other thing is, is um, let's see here. Parental controls, big deal. I mean, I'm a parent, but you know what? If my kid's old enough to have an iPhone and is smart enough to use an iPhone, you know, come on, people. Seriously? I, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or am I crazy? No, you're, yeah, yeah I, I agree. Uh, parental, why, I mean, uh, anyway. All right. I don't, you know, like I said, early July is the big thing that, that, um, that bothers me there. I am really excited about the push notification. I'm really eager to see uh, what that means for me and the applications that they make available. The eBay application uh, looks somewhat interesting. I think that, that mm-hmm. that's going to be pretty nifty. Um, the app store is going to be nifty. And I think that's all the notes that I took. Um, except for this, the uh, they talked about ad hoc distribution. I'm thinking, okay, so it sounds to me, oh, tell me if, if this makes sense to you. It sounds to me like they're making this ability where there are going to be other ways you can get applications onto your phone that are not the app store. And that if, right. if that's the case, then it sounds to me as though this is going to be something that a hacker is going to figure out how to do it 
And we're going to be able to get somebody that will, some way of getting some of these non-authorized third-party applications on our phone without jailbreaking. Well, there's some, there's going to be some kind of certificate signing and things like that where you're only going to be able to put it on 100 phones. and But, you know, yeah, someone smarter than you and I are going to figure out how to how to take advantage of that. Well, somebody, I mean, I can just imagine somebody's going to get that. They're going to have access to it, and they're going to find a, w- a way to take away those limits. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they're going to figure out how to do this and make it available. And, and it's going to be a, you know, some kind of underground party in another country is going to make this available for download on, on BidTorrent. You download it, install it, and then all of a sudden you just go out and grab all your applications and, and you load up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got the sense, though, that in the, in the presentation, they were really talking about this as an enterprise solution whereby you would be creating an internal app that really would only be used by or, or, or that only people would find it of interest would be the people in your organization using the application. That, I mean, no. you know, like specific things like that. Well, that, there, there are th- he says there are three ways to get applications on your phone. Number one being the app store. Number two being the enterprise edition you're speaking of. And number three is called ad hoc. And ad hoc was going to, and he gave the example of a, a professor at college who would have the ability to have on his, on his own system his students can come up and he can give an application that he wrote or or his his students could be developing a- applications of their own not on the app store not being put up on the app store not being approved by apple but they could be putting these things together and and the professor could have the ability to have everybody in the class download and install those applications yeah i still think there's a hundred a hundred ipod li- or iphone limit on that though that you are absolutely right what i'm saying though someone's is gonna exploit that, <laughs> that somebody's gonna exploit that and they're gonna take away the they're, number one they're gonna find out okay how does this out ad hoc thing work and mm. how can we make it work without having authorization from apple and how can we make it work without the limit of 100 iphone users yeah but I guess that goes back to anything. Like you could download bad code from anyone that you got for free and that wasn't approved by by so and so, and you're taking on the risk yourself. You know, it'll break your phone, and well, that's your own risk. You know. Well, I mean, it's no different than jailbreaking it now and downloading applications. And I haven't heard of anybody who's really had any major issues with that. So I guess the only the only real issue is fine if you want there to be some level of security push it through the iphone uh, to the itunes uh sure yeah no no, yeah no doubt i i understand that but what i'm saying is there might be a really cool application that just apple for some reason doesn't want to have i mean let's let's just say it was video chat or something something that you just was really appealing to you or maybe maybe it was a compete something that competed with the me.com uh calendar app which would be the the google calendar if, if all of a sudden, you know, they they had a perfect way for me to sync wirelessly over the net using Google Calendar on my iPhone with an application that I could get from Google or I know Google wouldn't do this, but somebody could write uh, and, and have it sync with Google's database, then by golly, I would love to have that application and I'd be willing to risk it. So I don't know. <laughs> <sighs> Anyway, so new iPhones are out there. New f- iPhones will be there July 11th in stores, $199. They're going to sell boatloads of them. There ain't, there's no question about that whatsoever. Yeah. Um, I don't see, personally, I'm not going to upgrade right away. Uh, in fact, I don't, see, I don't even see myself upgrading anytime this year. Um, it, I, I, I don't see the need for it just yet. GPS is the only thing. Uh, that's in the phone that I, I mean, I, I like my edge. I, I, I'm like you. I like I'm my buying edge. Apple care for my phone. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> but, uh, the thing is, is that, uh, the GPS just isn't big enough, especially if triangulation is going to get me close enough to the, to some of those, those applications. I still, yeah, have, you know what? I would much rather spend $200 and get a, a Garmin or a Tom Tom and, and use that. Yeah. But for folks who don't have an iPhone, this is great news for you. This is great news for you. If you have waited all this time to get an iPhone, if you don't get one now, you're just crazy. I mean, there's just no reason not to. And uh, as far as the as far as the the uh, question of should you pay the extra hundred dollars to get the 16 gig, my answer is absolutely. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Cliff, you've got a four gig, right? I have a four gig. Yeah, as owners of the four gig, that's probably our biggest regret is not having an eight gig or a 16 gig. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I don't regret, you know, having the phone. I just would love to have more storage. Yeah. I can I can tell already that I mean I have to I have to be picky and choosy just with podcasts. I don't put music on my phone. I have to be picky and choosy with what how many like I'm I'm limited to the most recent 3 episodes of uh the most of the podcasts that I subscribe to and I had to selectively tell it what podcasts to subscribe to because I had to unselect video podcasts because they take up too space too much space. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I just use audio podcasts for my phone. Yeah, my iPhone is selecting. I, I I select all audio podcasts. Most recent three episodes. Video I watch on my iMac because I'm limited to four gig. Yeah, my my wife is saying maybe she'll get the new one for her. Oh, <laughs> that that may cause a, a fight in the house. Alrighty, folks. Well, well, you guys, I have the I have the 16 gigabyte one, and it's pretty full as well. Um, but then again, I do put video on it. I don't, however, have music on my iPhone. I put video, uh, my podcasts, you know, the 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 mail and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it fills up rather quickly. Right. And so, hey, I just want to say real quick before we uh, end this thing here, uh, we want to say thank you to our GSPN.TV Plus members. This podcast is available only to uh, Plus members as far as this episode. And uh, and of course, Chris, get this uh, for folks who cannot afford or, or choose not to pay for the full ten dollars a month for plus membership. There is the ability to buy uh, episodes of podcast a la carte. And today was the very first time that, that people have taken advantage of that. And episode number 38 of the full time mom was called she was titled. She just said nipples. And I don't know if the title is what did it, <laughs> but but anyway, people are buying that one a la carte like crazy today, and so it's for the, it's for the nipple cream. Is, really, yes, it's for the nipple cream advice. So anyway, um, you can purchase if you guys are out there uh, in the live stream. You guys can purchase this episode a la carte as well as any of the every other episodes that we don't release into the free feed. Uh, for a dollar, just go to gspn.tv slash plus. It's all, all there. It tells you how to do it. But really, uh, for those of you who are plus members, you guys rock and, and you make all this stuff possible. And, and we thank you for it. Yes. All right, Chris. Well, I'm out of here. Do you want to th- say anything else before we leave? Uh, Apple care for your old iPhone. Apple care for your old iPhone. Chris is a little bitter. <laughs> all right. We'll talk to you soon. See you later.